Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen, and you're listening to the Makers of Minnesota podcast, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. And we are live today with two folks, a married couple. I love talking to married couples. We are talking to Andy and Sarah, and they are from Latitude Studios. And you guys have a really funny, not like haha funny, but wow, cool, funny pandemic story of how you started your business during a time when for a lot of people, the pandemic was really challenging and horrible, and you guys started a business out of it. So who wants to start and tell me the story? Yeah, thank you, and uh, good morning. Yeah, we were living um, living the pandemic as a family with a similar story to a lot of our neighbors and friends that were going through it, and I was a civil engineer who I was in the office for 15 years, essentially forced to um, go work from home in March. At the same time, our kids were, you know, being sent home from school. And so we were at home. Um, Sarah's here with me. She was a teacher, um, is a teacher, and (laughs) she was also sent home. So all of a sudden, you know, now that somewhat seems normal to all of us as we're sitting here on the, you know, the the backside of the pandemic. But at the time it was like, whoa, how are we going to do this? And um, we were all looking for our space in the house and our quietness. And the kids were not used to, they're in different grades and they weren't used to being together. Uh, So they're bothering each other, playing on the Zoom calls and Uh, I'm trying to have meetings all day long and Sarah's trying to have meetings. And Mm -hmm. so we were, you know, a lot of people have lived this and we're living it at the time. And so it came about as I found space and quietness Uh, started out in my garage. Actually, I had, I have a finished garage and I bought a desk and just set up my office out in the garage. And um, as all, as all good family fathers do. I, I, I was not hating it. Um, I had, uh, I was hanging out in my garage now and it was quiet and I was having calls. And so that was around that March, April timeline. Then we got out into late May, June, and then it started to heat up in the garage and I had to look for a new space and went back in the house and put up with uh, some of that for a while. And then I looked out and I'm like, Oh, I have this camper trailer sitting there that, um, That'd be perfect. It's mm-hmm. six. It's a uh, six by twelve, and I'm like, hey, I just <clears> go <throat> put my desk in there, buy an air conditioner to keep it nice and cool, and I went out there, and it was perfect. I, uh, <laughs> you know, had my own space and quiet. And- Compared to being inside the house. Stephanie, it was perfect. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause he wasn't having to deal with the kids homeschooling and uh-huh. yeah. Yep. I mean, teaching online is no joke. Right. I could put do not disturb signs all day long on my do not come in here unless you're bleeding, you know, and they, it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. How old are your kids? Eight. They're eight and 10. Yeah. Yep. So, also, know. I don't know why I'm always fixated on food, but you know, my sister has kids that are uh, a little bit older, but just the meals, like the, it was like, it's lunch. What's for lunch? Yes. <laughs> like, I no have to feed lunch. them. Right. Two o'clock. I'd be like, wow. I, yeah. Did it, did they eat? I'm not sure. <laughs> I think we forgot lunch. I didn't again. hear anything, you know, <laughs> and then but yeah. four o'clock is like fourth meal. Right. <laughs> yeah. If, as long as we had snacks, we could survive. Everyone okay. needed snacks all day long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Still, still the case, but yeah. 
but uh, yeah, I was living, you know, I was spending my time out there. It was great. We had, a, we had our pandemic puppy um, again, like half of our neighborhood um, that added puppies during this. And so the, you know, our new puppy could hang out there with me during calls and, and all of that. And it right. was just really nice It open it up in the morning let the, you know, fresh air, the birds are chirping right there because you're sitting right outside. It was just really nice to heat up in the middle of the day, turn the air on. And then in the evening again, open it up. So the kids are outside kind of playing in the street with the neighbor kids and all that. But I, I was still working till six o'clock, but it was still kind of like I was there. Um, I was a part of it, but I had my own space. So that's... I became quite jealous. Of that. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, so then what made you transition from right. the idyllic trailer to with a window, a tiny container. window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always been, I've always been intrigued by business owners and business ownership, entrepreneurial. It, it has always been, I guess, a goal of mine. Um, I think with the pandemic caused me to reflect a lot on, you know, I could continue to do what I was doing <clears throat> if successful. It would be a good run and I'd be happy with that too. But I think I, you know, just in reflecting, I have, you know, turning 40 this summer and it was just like, hey, I think I need to do this. I've always wanted to, to go through life and never have actually taken the leap of something I always wanted to do. I, you just put it all together and I decided, you know, that's it's what I wanted to do. And so, you know, I think in there, it was a combination of we, I saw the change in the market. I think people working from home all of the video meetings and all of that, I, I knew it would change the world in how meetings are held and how much people travel and all of that, just because they could see how it could actually work. And so I, I think there was like, I saw the market changing and permanently there would be changes that would carry through. I think, uh, again, it comes down to just personal goals and kind of reflecting at the you know point in my career. And then um, we just saw how this worked and with right with having the small little box if you will in the driveway that's you know and yet how could we make it cooler better you know what materials would we want yeah. to use to build something so why you know? a shipping container versus right, just right. building like a box yeah yeah good question i think quite honestly we looked at well what is something what is a way that we could do this without you know, like a huge factory and without really get, I mean, when you get into the wood products and rafters and all of that type of stuff, it just gets to be, you need a lot of space. We, I was evaluating quite honestly, I always kind of figured that like the shed options, it was pretty easy move to just go. And for them to start finishing out the inside is pretty quick. And I figured that would be a move. So we started evaluating different structures and how we could accomplish this is, do we accomplish it with the trailers with the aluminum trailer but you know like kind of going down the path do we partner with a trailer company or what what are different ways we could do this and you know i knew in civil engineering i had heard about the containers becoming housing options and mm-hmm. the how cool of a structure they are that's about all i knew at the time and so it was just like an idea out there and then i started digging into it like what if we did a container it mm-hmm. seems like a perfect size and durable structure and so i started looking into the shipping container and then I was like really impressed by a container, how they're built, the their Corten steel, their special steel, mm-hmm. the structural, they can carry 50,000 pounds and a 20 foot. I mean, there's just, they're incredible little structures. And so, I mean, I can keep going into the container piece of it, but that's really what it came down to from a 
business and a business model that running a business plan and like, okay, we could actually start cutting these and working with them without needing, you know, such a huge workforce in a warehouse. Well, as it turns out, isn't like the cost of wood has increased like 300% or something crazy. So smart. Exactly. (laughs) That's definitely playing into our court right now. Yeah. Um, And the, you know, even with labor and timing, the, the residential contracting world, it's very busy right now. They're having troubles with supplies and wood. And so, yeah, and we're hearing that uh, from our customers. I think and there's people, the abundance of containers too. I mean, yeah. So it's almost like them. a sustainable way to help the environment. Cause unless you've been to a shipping yard or a, a port, you don't realize how many of these containers there are and they're just laying all over the place. So one thing about a shipping container, you guys have made it look really professional It's really well designed. And I liked that you have a website that people could really customize their shipping container. Can you talk to me about how you decided to come up with the variables for the design? So like you can have a roof, you can have an overhang so that it's more of an open space because, you know, obviously COVID you're thinking like working from home, but I think artist studios and just people that need space away, like both my husband and I work in the house and have forever. And just having like a small space or a gardening area, like somewhere that's not together all the time is excellent. Yeah. And, you know, we, we did start out with the goal of coming up with a office, you know, the, the backyard office. But I, we, we had just heard we brought up the idea to so many people and they came back with their ideas of, what they would do with a shipping container, you know, and, and I was, what was surprising to me is how many people had already thought of a container as a structure, as an outdoor structure to use it, whether it would be for a backyard bar, you know, poolside, boathouse, all the different uses that people came back with, just as you're saying, even as that heated and conditioned space, that it could be a craft room, a yoga room. I mean, whatever you need that space for and, to have your own space to get away to, you know, we just started hearing that from people and we're like, well, that build for us is the same. I mm-hmm. mean, it does, whether, yep. you know, and, um, and the customizable part I think is, you know, just, it's so hard to, we were trying to come up with three models, three base models and say, here, pick a, B or C and have these four options. But for these to sit in people's yards, it becomes kind of, you know, almost the identity if it's for your office, you can create an identity, create your own unique space. You may not want a window facing a certain direction. Uh, you may have a nice, you know, whether you're on a lake or a woods or somewhere where you want to have a nice view. So we just felt it was so hard to come into it and say, just pick these three models. And then when we look at our build, we're not a huge factory type set. I mean, we're custom making these and um, realize that the the cost and the time to build a custom is actually very similar to if we were making several of these at one time. Right, right. I'm talking with Andy and Sarah Berg from Latitude Studios. And so the base price, the base model of one of these is 20 grand. How did you come up with um, this idea of 20 grand? And is that just like based on materials and labor? And how does that compare if you were going to build like a 10 by 10 studio out of wood? Yeah, good question. And that was... You know, I kind of looked at a just the materials and the labor and coming up with what my cost would be 
And then, you know, taking a look at like kind of an overhead and profit for a company, looking where does that number go? And then I went out and I looked at to see if that's a viable option for people from a cost standpoint. You know, I looked into, well, what is the alternative uh, that people have? So you could finish out a portion of your basement. You could finish out a room, um, you know, a spare bedroom in your home. Right. You could actually add on to your house. And, you know, I looked at those, the pricing for that. And then also I checked against the wood option, the shed option mm -hmm. um, to gauge where I'm at. And I'm like, oh, no, I can be really competitive with that option. And and so I think, and we do have this sustainable product. It's unique. You know, we're not, I don't intend to be for everybody. Um, some people are just not going to be interested in it and that's okay. But I think we do have, there is a good audience that is interested in the container and that it, it's unique in the structure and all of it that's cool about it. So right. kind of backing into the price there, looking at what it costs me, materials, labor, everything overhead, and then uh, looking at what people's options are. What has demand been like since you started? Like, are you already selling them? And Yeah, yeah. So we are uh, taking orders. We always knew kind of um, there was uh, several months of figuring out how to build with shipping containers because it is unique and mm -hmm. coming up with a way that, you know, we are comfortable with from waterproofing and structural and all of that. Uh, coming up with that process did take several months. And then we got to the point of, okay, now we're comfortable with the materials, comfortable working with them. We know the time and cost because, yeah, I didn't want to just start selling them and not knowing exactly how long it would take. And um, so all that took time. So now we're at a point in the last couple of months here where we do have people, you know, like I can give a, you know, a final cost um, up front, talk about what changes we can make and what works and what doesn't work. And so we, we're taking orders now and we're starting on the builds to deliver this summer. There was yeah. um, a nice article about you in the Star Tribune. Did that give you a little boost? <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes. Um, that was great. I think we advertising is so we're new in the business world, just to be honest. So we, you know, we're figuring all this out and mm -hmm. we were advertising. We started out primarily on social media, Instagram. And so we were getting inquiries kind of from all over the country. And, you know, and we were responding to them and we were working with people because you can put these on a semi and send them across the country. Sure. But the Star Tribune article really hit the Twin Cities market in Minnesota mm -hmm. and really has, it's been really, has been really good for us uh, in a number of ways. It's this local, we have local customers that we can go out and, you know, look in their backyard where it's going to go and take pictures and just, yeah, it's been great. Yeah, I think that. That piece was it really made us feel like, wow, we're actually doing this and people are <laughs> responding because <laughs> we still sit there and kind of go, what, wait, what, what do we do? It's <laughs> funny to laugh about that, but I often like, thought that, like I had this company that employed like 36 people and we were responsible for like people's livelihoods and their kids. And I would just wake up sometimes in the middle of the night and think, this is so weird that anyone would entrust me to do anything. <laughs> right. And yet it's, it's awesome, but it's, it's weird. It's scary. It's all the things. And I yeah. think, um, you know, us being married and having our own jobs for, um, you know, 15, 20 years out of college, then you switch to this, okay, we're still married, but we're integrating like careers in a way. Um, yep. and so when we got really busy, 
from the Star Tribune, especially, I think that was a good test of, of kind of how are we going to flow with this together too, just speaking from that side of things. And that has been, that has definitely had hiccups at times, but that has been fun just to kind of, he's the technical, he's the engineer. I've got a little bit more of the creative side. This is really feeling me creatively. And so um, also I'm very much like an extrovert. And when people come in and families come in, it's just been so fun to meet them and meet their idea, you know, hear about their ideas and then try to customize with what they want. And they're blown away by it. Wow. That was a shipping container. And you took that and made it this, and it can do this for us. They need space. Mom needs space to work. Yeah. Do you anticipate that with the coronavirus kind of wrapping up here, that that will change your level of demand or just maybe alter it or shift the kind of demand? Yeah, I think, and that's what we saw kind of coming into the spring here with the pandemic, um, you know, starting to wind down. And we opened up the market by adding, we have our fun tiki tainer, (laughs) which is just a fun outdoor bar. Because again, it came down to people are inquiring about, well, can you do screen rooms or that backyard bar? And it's like, well, yeah, we certainly can. And these are great structures for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why very deliberate in making a floor model tiki Mm -hmm. tainer that markets that. And so, you know, our office, our backyard office sales is somewhere in the 25 to 50% of and all of the other things now yeah. is filling up that bucket. So the other thing that I've kind of noticed here um, and just feeling it out as I hear from larger businesses and how they're, what kind of guidance they're giving employees for long-term is, you know, I still think that going to a hybrid model where people maybe go into the office two days a week, mm-hmm. work from home for the rest of the week. I, I still believe that for a number of businesses that will be, a direction that they'll head and and it works great. Um, but I think, you know, with our office sales, I still kind of see that there, there may be a higher demand in a while when companies make that formal determination. I think right. there's some uncertainty yet. I haven't, there's only been a few companies that I've heard of that have said, nope, you know, you can work remotely indefinitely and have, a, you know, said that is what their business plan is going to be. I mm-hmm. think it's still uncertain for a lot of people. And so I just foresee that hybrid model being popular as well as working remotely um, for certain businesses will make sense. And when those final determinations by companies are made, I see a a demand for the offices kind of coming back stronger even. One thing too that I think happened with COVID, and I'm kind of a workaholic person, so I'm sort of working all the time. Not having a definitive space where you go and you leave I think has been a problem for a lot of people that aren't used to this type of working. So they're always feeling like they're working and it's creating higher levels of burnout, higher levels of stress. There isn't a place to like close the door and leave your things behind. And for a lot of folks, having a separate dedicated space does that. That's where our wheels just started turning in general, just like Andy said, you know, I mean, he loved, (laughs) he loved being in this little box. Yeah. It was a camper slash trailer slash fish house. I mean, it was, and I would walk out there and just be like, wow, you know, and yet also I appreciated that he had a separate space. I I didn't want him right in the house either. Yeah. Well, and that I'm a person that I'm, um, I always, I have papers sitting around on my desk back. It's always been that way. I try to pass the point of 
telling myself I'm going to have a clean desk. I just know I'm not. And, but I need my space, my working space yep. and, and that I can come to, I know where everything is. It may kind of look like a mess to people, but it's my space. And, right. and being able to, at the end of the day, create that separation to right. just shut your computer, to turn off the lights and leave that space. And you come back to it the next morning, you know, provided that office experience, uh, without the uh, the commute. In yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. How can people find you or see pictures of more of the types of spaces that you're working on? Yeah, so we have um, on our website, latitude-studios.com, and we're working on getting more pictures up to there of some of the more recent builds here. And then um, Instagram, I'll let Sarah that's uh, more Sarah's realm. <laughs> that's that's kind of our visual blog, if you will, Stephanie. I feel like it tells the, the background a little bit of what's happening behind the scenes and who we are and our family. And it's we try to incorporate humor and yeah, some, you know, random things like our, our Shih Tzu and you know things like that. yeah. Which Andy and just it, just it, loves it makes that the Instagram more fun than just like yeah. So you know, but, exactly, and that's more up to date too. Like Andy said, with uh with what we're working on. Um, and so that one's just, you know, on Instagram at Latitude Studios Co. is our handle on that. Yeah. And and what was cool about Instagram that I really liked, I was never real active in Instagram. So I've been learning about that and local businesses and being mm-hmm. able to reach out. But um, on our website, we have on the bottom of it is like a live feed from Instagram. So it keeps our website really active as well. So when people visit our website and you see that sure, yeah. what's going on down there on Instagram, then you can just click on it and it brings you over to Instagram. So that yeah, that- the website fresh. I do that with mine too, because I knew I wasn't going to be updating my web content a lot. You know, I just, I wanted my stuff to feed there. So if you went there, it was a snapshot of all the recent stuff. Yeah, we like that feature. We were like, oh, that's, that's yeah, cool. pretty yeah. cool. Well, yeah. it's super fun to talk to you guys. I was really excited that you reached out to me. And then I read the article in the Star Tribune. I just think it's a really cool idea. I am a person who loves separate space. I love the idea of having a she shed or a backyard space, whatever it is. And I hope people do it because I think it it brings so much joy to your life to have this space that you don't necessarily realize it sometimes until you have it. Yeah, we're we're so thankful that you spoke with us today and we could kind of share our story and you know we're we're just getting going, but it's really been picking up and people are people are the creative ones too. You know, yeah. they come to us with these ideas for what they need and we're like, yeah, we we want to build you that, you know. Absolutely. So- that that's been one of the most rewarding parts is um meeting with the families or the people that yep. and just kind of hearing their story and it's like, oh yeah, we here I you know, I think this would work really well for you. We get uh, excited. Like getting and- to know them. Mm-hmm. It's been a really fun experience. So. Yep. Yeah, I love it. Thanks you guys. I appreciate you spending time with me. Yeah, thank you so thank much. Thank you very much. Thanks.